Hello. Oh my god. <laughs> this didn't work again. I was going to jump off the bridge over the highway. And just end it over the highway. Squirt Russell. Working. Please welcome Squirt Russell with special guest Johnny <laughs> Say hi, Johnny. Hey, JP. What's going on? Hey. <clears throat> Greetings. Oh, hey now. I have been sitting on mine waiting for you, Phil. Jesus Christ. Jesus not to sound like a diva. <laughs> not to sound like a diva. It's not, it's not your fault. I know it's not your fault. <laughs> it's technology. It's technology. Technology. <laughs> Right on. Ooh, I like how echo do sound right now. Yeah, yeah there's <clears throat> a good sound in the background. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Awesome. Who is? Oh, you guys are? Um, same, same room. Yeah. Siobhan's, Siobhan's taking her ass in front of me, so you guys should be over here. You ready? Okay. Ula? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ula. Oh, God, this is going to be a big one. Ready? Okay, Ula. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that was, that, was a, that was a big chunk, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Big, big four. <laughs> oh, I'm so sure Meredith in my, in my, in my uh, kitchen. kitchen. A me drink and Papa Mate. A me drink and Mate. And then her. And I going out of heaven. It sounds like two fellows are talking because of your echo. It's really cool. Get away, John. Okay, I'll go on this. You can sit over there. Okay. Oh, oh, it's the feedback. I see, I see. <laughs> Just sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit over there. He's, he's further away. It's fine now. Um, so, John and I were discussing uh, <laughs> a, a friend of mine came over Sunday to um, want to volunteer to feed my pava sack. And expected payment of Kava in order to feed my staff. And um, John is wanting to tell me to tell that kid to do something else besides squeeze the Kava staff as a way to get Kava from me. John, what were you saying I should do? Well, I was saying. I think that I was thinking of some type of energy exchange. Um, you know, maybe that you could um, squeeze your prostate as well. Going to my prostate. Something like that. It was funny at the time. Go to town on my prostate, he says. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I'm saying sentences. Right. Is that a thing? Is that a real thing? Yeah, you can squeeze the prostate. Like to sexual satisfaction, like a woman, like a woman. Okay. I thought that was a mess. Should be gentle, right? I mean, the male, the males have a G spot in their prostate. 
Right. Yes. I was told that, but I've also I thought I thought that was just like a movie trope or something. Not a foreign movie, but like a regular like you know Van Wilder type of movie trope or something. I didn't I didn't know that was real. Never never been back there. Not opposed, but never been back there. <laughs> now I'm ambitious. Again. Now I'm a little ambitious. Yeah, so he told me that I could talk to this kid and have him just work on my prostate for a, a long, indefinite period of time and then pay him in Cabo. What do you think, B? Uh, pay him in Cabo. Pay him in Cabo. Squirt, yes, thank you. Squirt Russell today. Um, Squirt Russell, yeah. And then pay him in Cabo. Um, for him to squeeze my squeeze my squeeze my sack. I feel like he should pay you and Kaba for the pleasure of squeezing your prostate. <laughs> I feel like you got that a little bit backwards, though. That's probably a good. That's a great point. That's a great point. You you, you raised a really great point. Yeah. 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 Do some uh, do some reverse gynecology on him. You know what I mean. Yes. I'm, I'm the connoisseur. <laughs> I, I supply comment to everybody. But I'm starting well, to charge you know. for it now. And if I'm not going to charge money, like John, John literally decided to pay me money in lieu instead of squeezing my prostate. He put on the um, Venmo in lieu of your prostate on giving you money for the combo. I don't believe it. I want a screenshot. <laughs> All right, you can do that. I think I did do that. And I, and I think I left it public also. Uh, so you had a call the other night. You wanted me to write this down. Um, All right. You wanted me to write down yeah. what is just diet life. It's basically diet life, you know, especially when, you know, you get a sense of fun, you know, in life when you're discovering all this friendship with drugs and booze and partying and this and that, and then you kind of overdo it a little bit. You feel like you're going from Coca-Cola and then you got diabetes and now you have to do diet work. It just feels like diet life. Like, it's still kind of fun. I'm happy to be alive. But I'm a little bit more fun with a little bit of blue. But then I realize it's not that much fun. So it's just not, it's just not life. I mean, I, there's, you know, there's no other way around it. It's like you're on a diet. You're right. I don't know. I was probably on drugs. I, I was probably on drugs when I thought of this. Mm-hmm. Drugs, yes. Exactly. Um, so I, um, I want you to take a look in here. Oh, God. Someone's texting you. I swear to fucking God, if you get cut off again, I am suing you. <laughs> I'm suing you for the reasons that you're mad about now, too. Didn't you learn from the Trevi Pooh incident yesterday? What's that? Didn't you learn from the Trevi Pooh incident yesterday? Because he called, and I... I know. Dude, I am so... I'm so glad... He ruined our night for a damn short, and my morning when I re-listened to it, when I had insomnia and I was texting you last night, I was re-listening to it, and there was about, it felt like a good 45, it felt like the length of the actual podcast we, we recorded was the length of the silence in said podcast, 
I was just like, God damn, I sure hope nobody that I show the other episodes to are listening to this because this is just like dollar store discount podcast level right now. Well, I, don't just, like, I, that. I don't think I downloaded it that at all. Oh, you, you did. You did, honey. No, I listened to it this morning. I listened to all the science. And then we were, you know, back in the game. So I'm like, okay, we still got it. It was just like very awkward. It like, was just me clearing my. Me clearing my throat and saying, uh, oh. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not charging people. I know. Next time I'll I'll try with a little bit of banter, but I was super hangry yesterday and just like zero patience. How does how does this has explicit language on it? There's an option for that. Yeah, I really need to keep that in mind too. Yeah, I'll have to say this is there's a there's an option to say that that it is. Okay. Are you there? I'm, yeah, I'm here, but <laughs> no, the fucking corner house's internet sucked really bad. It was it was my bad, yeah. It was my bad. Man. You and I need to be in the same room when we do this. I know we do. I, I, or just see it in our separate homes. Um, I want you to pick a random year from 93 to 2006. She's gone. Yeah, I heard it. All right, John. It's, it's you and me. Pick a random year from 93 to 2006. <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... I'm going to go 93. I'm going to go 93. Okay. 93 was when I started drinking. I was in the Navy, believe it or not, mm. in the United States Navy. Wow. Stationed in Bremerton, Washington. This is shocking. We've never covered yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I never talk about it. We've never, and... we've never heard this part of, of <clears throat> Flippy the Hippie. Uh... Yeah. This is a Flippy the Hippie story that doesn't get told. Okay. Ever. Well, I'm glad I chose so... 93. That's why. <laughs> that's why. I so I thought. was... I was 22 years old and um, just joined the Navy. Mistakenly, I didn't want to, but they told me I had to be in the reserves if I if I didn't want to be in at all. I had to be at least in the reserves, so I went ahead and went full on, and um, wound up at got the the school of my choice, and I chose Seattle. I chose the Seattle area, which is Bremerton, Washington, and I got stationed in Bremerton, Washington at Puget Sound Naval Shipyard, also known as Penis Anus. Mm. and um it's where shipyards it's the shipyard where the ships go to die and so the uss nimitz was dry docked there and um, dry docked yeah they were actually working on the entire ship on cement blocks and yeah the entire aircraft carrier was dry docked okay and they were working interior and exterior on the whole thing and my <laughs> buddy my best friend who have I've had on a live broadcast on Facebook, um, Tommy Dietwig, Tommy D, Tommy D, um, was my best drinking buddy. And we would go out and we started like, we started going to poetry readings at OK Hotel, where Nirvana had played to open up. And um, the OK Hotel was like a real hipster um, place to read poetry. And I would go to open mics and slams 
and re write poetry and try to perform in these slams. And I actually almost won a competition. I got second place at one. Mm. Forget the name of the name of the place, Pioneer Square or something like that. Um, it was in Pioneer Square, the neighborhood, which is where all the crack was. Um, I did a lot of drugs that year, and I did. I met a guy. So this is this is while you're still active military. Yeah, I was active military. Okay. I didn't want to be in there. I didn't give a fuck if they're going to kick me out or not. Right. So I just did all the drugs I wanted, and I I was going to school, and I was house sitting for a chaplain. And um, going to school and full-time work, which was like weekends and um, holidays and funerals and weddings. So I was busy as shit. And um, I just wanted to blow off some steam. So um, what happened was uh, I would uh, go out to Seattle and perform poetry and go to shows and uh, get really drunk and get kicked out of bars. Oh my God. Okay. What the hell is going on with this app? We gotta find a new platform to keep us on because this is really pissing me off. All right, well, you're back. That's yeah, it. yeah, sorry. The, Jer the New Jersey girl is coming out of me right now. I'm, I'm getting really pissed off with this app. Me and Seth are like, we're gonna feel some this right now. We're talking about the year I joined the Navy in 93, is what we're talking about. So you joined the Navy. I was in the Navy. You missed the story, but I, I'm in the Navy at this point. I already talked about it, but I'm in the Navy and I'm in school and, and part-time school. And I only got into, honestly, I joined the Navy to defer my college loans. That's the only reason why I joined, was to defer my college loans. And um, it worked. And I got my loans forgiven completely in another way, but we'll talk about that in the future. Um, but I did get it forgiven. Uh, but anyway, um, that's another story. So, and another year, but 93 was the year I got my loans deferred by going to, to, to um, the Navy as a religious program specialist. So I was a chapel assistant. And... Um, I wound up tutoring this kid in college that became my dealer. And he had the best acid and amphetamine and uh, crystal mass. He had crystal mass and acid. And um, he set me up like really well. And my first acid trip was looking to the Weezer album with the on it. Uh huh. Oh yeah, and, um, yeah. I heard. I would, I would get, I would eat acid and watch MTV. That's all I really did. And this is the wall at the end of the night. And um, I would promise that I wouldn't drink that day at work to myself, and then I'd go out and go drinking. And the way it all ended was, um, I uh, it was my birthday. It was my birthday. And I, went, I had just done speed and weed the night before. And with my Navy buddies that weren't doing it with me, I just did it around them. And um, and uh, they wound up like not knowing what I was doing. And um, I uh, I went uh, had after hours where I was like, the chaplain told me to go to the the dealership to pick up the Navy vehicle. 
and pick it up and drive it back to the base after hours. And it was my birthday, so I wanted to go get drunk. So I was pissed that I was working after hours, which I always did. And I wound up pulling out in front of traffic and expecting the whole world to stop for my ass. And I got hit on both sides. Shore patrol came, gave me a urinalysis. I knew the gig was up. The chaplain like told me to stay in my room and not to leave my room at all. And I called my parents and told them the gig was up. And I was crying. And um, I wound up being kicked out, but I got an honorable discharge with a misconduct charge. Okay. Because I worked for the chaplain. I worked for the chaplain, and it was a direct line between me and the chaplain and the, the commander of the base. So I would actually go pick up grape leaves for the commander of the base um, for her lunch break. So, um, yeah, I was really, really in a direct line on the chain of command with me and the commander of the base. So um, that's probably why they gave me a break. So I wound up getting an honorable discharge out of the whole thing. And I have the DD-214 to prove it. And I have pictures of me in the military with my out with my uniform on to prove that I was in the military as well, even though it doesn't even look like me. Well, maybe you could put your uniform on for your prostate squeeze. You know, <laughs> I don't have it. I, I left it in my bed. Well, we could probably just get one of you know. Uh, the thing is, I yeah, there's probably a rental somewhere. Where yeah, <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody stayed with me in the barracks. I was by myself. And I had I had an extra bed, so I let my buddy from the Nimitz, who was on dry dock, the boat was on dry dock, the aircraft carrier was on dry dock, and um, he um, stayed with me on the weekends and party with me and rode my car, and we're still friends today. And I actually spent like a week with him in Monterey when he was living in Monterey two years ago, and he's got a family. And two autistic children on the spectrum, and um, he's great. He's a great guy. He actually sent me money because I told him I, I I said on a live video that I wanted to go to the grocery store to get pizza to cook for a pizza party. So I only had ten dollars, and he wired me. He donated me twenty five dollars to pay for the pizza. That was nice. Yeah, he's a Navy buddy. Yeah. Like, when you're a Navy buddy, you're close. You're that's close. Navy. That's Navy fam. That's not a Navy buddy. That's Navy fam. Yeah, that's fam. So, uh, tell me about your mushroom trip experience. Oh yeah, for swapping drug stories. Yes, my most recent one. Now, I don't like I said in the, in the episode that we did last night. Like, I don't really do too many party drugs anymore. I definitely don't try to drink anymore. Um, but last, uh, like, the, the month before, you know, I was dating Wolf, and that was a fucking shit show. I learned my goddamn lesson there. Um, but I was so bored. It was during January. Nobody got paid for unemployment. It was during January. Everything was just, you know, all fucky and depressing and sad and cold and whatever. So I was just like, you know, I, I just I just really need to do something today. Like, I need, I need to get high in some kind of way, you know, just to kind of disassociate or maybe, you know, you know, just, like, discover, open my third eye somehow. So he gives me one of these um, mushroom capsules. So I was like, well, give me two. So it was like three in the morning and I was like, kind of, I was, I was coming up a little bit. I was, you know, in a, in, 
like not the best state of mind so i was just like a state of mind so i was just like am i doing this for the right reason am i just doing this to disrespect mushrooms just get fucked up blah 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 blah, blah. is the universe gonna let me know that, that happens so i was in the shower and i was just like kind of you know inner internalizing like all the things that i've been doing wrong in the past like oh have i not been you know talking to my friends enough asking them about their shit just pretty much just on them anyway so long story short um don't do that my, my mushrooms i already did them in my story no 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 i told john not to do the show you have a show i i do have one let's do it so i'm, I'm coming to the climax right. here squirt russell is coming to the climax okay. all right okay we love we love the climax all right, it's back to those. Oh god, that shit never gets easier. That kind of that kind of that dirt water. Um so anyway, so I'm lying down and Yes, we get it. Your is yours is gifted by the Kava gods themselves. I get it. I'm just busting your balls, Phil. Um, so anyway, so I'm laying down and I'm trying to like avoid going to that dark place in my life and like, you know, cause myself to have a bad trip because I'm just getting stuck in my head. And all of a sudden this like ethereal voice comes down from the great beyond. Comes down from the great beyond and just like starts talking to me. And this woman who sounds like almost like a guardian angel to me, like starts talking to me and she goes, you know, she just has all these answers. She's just like, you're fine. You know, you're, you're going to do fine. Like, you know what you need to do in life, like just telling me all of these things that I can't even remember because I was tripping at the time and I was coming up pretty hard. But like all of these answers that you hear in like in in your dream state or this and that, and all of a sudden I remember saying to her, I remember saying, "Well, how do you know all this stuff? Like, how I'm so intimidated by you. You're like this magical ethereal voice that I've never, you know, how the fuck do you know all these answers?" And she goes, "Well, Brittany, that's because I'm I'm you." This is this is your inner monologue talking. You're talking to yourself right now. And I, I popped up. I fucking my eyes popped open. I shot up and I was just like, holy shit, I always have my back. And I'm like, holy shit, that's exactly what loving yourself is. So I'm just like so I'm just like and then I had a great fucking night. I watched a documentary about trip and it was very relevant and really, really perfect. But yeah, I was just like, holy shit, that's what loving yourself is. Was it, uh, it was psychedelics. Have it orange sunshine? No, it had Anthony Bourdain in it, Carrie Fisher, and um, you know Fred Astaire or not Fred Astaire, like that. I think that's but a bunch of people that died already. But they were just talking about like all of their drunk trips and all these comedians that did it. But yeah, it was kind of really fun. Yeah, Princess Leia. She has. Didn't she get clean? She did, and then well, she she died in 2016. Yeah, but yeah, she was addicted to opiates. She mentioned that in her drug tales that she was telling. You should really give it give it a listen or give it a watch. I mean, it was perfect. The the movie Postcards from the Edge is is what she was in about her about her life was Postcards from the Edge. She was also the child. She was. That was. Oh damn! Say, say that again. Is Carrie Fisher the child and Mommy The one who had the wire hangers, like holy shit. Oh damn! I didn't know that she was a child actor. I didn't know that. I thought she just like got to super star like when she was older before Star Wars. I didn't realize she was a child actor too. Well, her mother was famous. 
as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it. Yeah, she came off like she was part of that world. <laughs> she grew up in it. <laughs> so, if Carrie Fisher can get clean, I can get clean. Absolutely. And I did get clean. And you did. I'm proud of you. The beginning of my 90s, the, the early 90s was, was the beginning of my drinking, but I, I used until about 2008. And um, hardcore. And I wound up being like a big cracker, like, you know, in the end. Um, and I was a garbage pail kid. I did anything that was around. And, um, but the story of how I got clean was I was living in Gainesville. I moved to Gainesville to run away from my coke dealer, and I found cocaine there, and I called some people to go to AA and never went. And, um, one night, I'm like deciding to go to an NA meeting because I'm flipping out and I look up, I call this uh, random phone line, this a phone line and they tell me when the meeting is and I go to the meeting the next day and I stay clean 90 days and uh, then I relapsed because I went to school and I wound up sneaking <laughs> out of school and relapsing because I was overwhelmed by my calculus course. Yeah. So what happened was I, every time I relapsed, I would wind up back in the mental ward. And so it's a vicious cycle. I went to the mental ward four different times in my in my using. Yeah, four different times in my using, I went to the mental ward. And the last time I went, that what happened was I doubled down on psychosis. I was on psych meds. I still am. And... Um, I doubled down on sight meds and smoked weed that night after going to an NA meeting that night. And that's when a voice visited me and fucked with me really hard and told me we want you to apologize. And I called a guy in NA. I called the police on myself and they took me to see a view. And um, ever since that day, for two and a half years, I got visited by a ghost that haunted me clean. He scared me so much. He was my dead friend who died of an overdose in uh-huh. 2001, Tyler. And Tyler haunted me to the point where he scared me into the way I never wanted to be dragged to death. Wow. He me and he, he earned his wings as an angel and left this plane. I was, I was keeping him here. I realized I was chaining him here. And I would drink a beer for him and a beer for me. And I was chaining him to the earth, and I let him go, and I had a seance, and I burned candles, and I played a mixtape that I made of the dad, and I said, basically, may the four winds blow you safely home, and I I had a moment of silence and a meeting for those addicts from the great beyond, and I sent him away, and... He he only comes back to warn me about shit I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing. Um, so he's actually there to protect me at this point. And the whole time he was protecting me, the whole time he was scaring me clean. Um, so it was really odd. But that's how I got clean. <laughs> that is not only spooky, and not in a sense where I felt fear the whole time, but spooky isn't like, holy shit, that, that's real. Obviously, it is. But also very profound. Uh, that was a very high-grade emotion I was feeling that whole time. 
The last time I was in the mental ward, I was scared for my life. I thought there was somebody sent to kill me. I heard guns go clicks. I heard people saying I was going to die. And you're dead and all this. And I go in to the mental ward and a voice tells me you're never getting out of here. You're never getting out of here. And then I go in there and I start hearing people talking to the camera. And I start hearing people talking to the walls. And it seems like people are trying to steal my money. And there's a guy trying to steal $100 from me when I went in that worked there. And um, all this shit was going down. And I don't know how much of it's true, but I could hear people's thoughts yelling at me, like, you fucked up, you fucked up. Like, the fucked up, like, the phrases I heard was, you fucked up, basically by calling them, because when I was fucked up one time in Naples, before I moved to Gainesville, I, um, I got drunk and asked Tyler to haunt me if I ever got back in the recovery room. And he did because I asked him. To. Isn't that eerie? That is, yeah, that's very eerie. And so, this, as soon as I went to NA, he haunted me because I asked him to. He gave him permission. He's doing what I told him to do. And so, so then, um, what happened was, um, I wound up. Uh, Finally, giving a seance and getting rid of them, but uh, getting on the right meds. <laughs> um, is she gone again? Yeah, I heard something though. Yeah, she'll come back. Um, so, uh, so I was in the mental ward and I wound up uh, staying there for about two weeks and getting on the same food diet, and I could barely hear you squirt. All right. Um, and when I got out, it took me about two and a half years to get on the right meds to get rid of that Tyler character. And um, I finally did. And I've been clean ever since. So that's the, that's the story of me getting clean. Nice. So it took you two and a half years to, for the voice to stop at the um, but you had you had been clean for about five or six years. Two and a half. I've been clean for two and a half oh, years. As of today. No, I had been clean for two and a half okay. years when the voices finally stopped. I've been. I have recently been clean. Welcome back, Squirts. For how eight years? No? I've been clean twelve, 12 years since two thousand eight. Since two thousand eight. That's great. May the 6th, 2008 is my recovery date. I can, I can barely hear, you, hear now. you. Yeah, I can hear you. It, it kind of reminds me of her voice on her trip, right? Like, it's talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, since she's not here, let's go into... Uh, the coffee enema stories. Oh, yeah. Taking coffee like I like it. Yeah. Up the keister. Yeah. So, what about oh. how do you do it? And, like, 
How yeah, I was because that and... was her topic, so I'll I can get it starting. Uh, that oh, was your topic. Oh, it was, was my topic. topic. Oh, um, well, uh, I actually hadn't been introduced to it until um, recently when I started doing lifestyle transformations as a um, a perium distributor, and um, I found that. Uh, it was an excellent way to um, assist with the cleanse, the cleansing process. Um, but it's also, it's also oh. a wonderful way. I mean, I know a lot of people from a health perspective that, you know, like cancer patients and things of that nature that um, have used the coffee enemas in a similar fashion to detox um, from the colon. But, um, I, I guess the funny story about it is, and I won't make the call out on who I was with, but um, you might be able to guess. Uh, I yeah. already know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was, I was, or we were shopping around for, uh, we are traveling and um, we had an Airbnb and um, we had finished a lovely dinner and had a fun night. And decided to stop at Walgreens um, to look for a an enema bag, and we needed some coffee <laughs> just to drink. But um, we ended up getting, we ended up finding organic coffee at Walgreens, and and we were looking looking around for the enema bag for like what it seemed like for hours. What the fuck, but, dude? This is really pissing me off. I think it's just my ghetto ass phone. I'm I'm just gonna blame it on myself this time. Blame it on the brain. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about coffee enemas. So he's giving a story about coffee enemas. And he's in the middle of the story about going to Walgreens with, uh, to get uh, organic coffee. Yeah, so we found the organic coffee. And then we started looking for an enema bag, and it was hilarious because we didn't. We just kind of were like, we were trolling the pharmacy section, you know, those those aisles. And we got to like, we found like the water bottle, you know, like the hot water bottle. I'm like, well, that's we're getting warmer, you know. Um, and and finally, like, we gave up and we asked the, some someone, and she brought us over to like. It was over by like the like the tampons and like the feminine products, um, which which was I thought was very like, convenient. But so I got yeah. So we've got the enema bag. We got our organic coffee, and I and I picked up like because I didn't want to use tap water. <laughs> no, I actually didn't. But I I. Uh, I, I picked up about like six or eight bottles of smart water because it was on sale. It was like it was some deal, like buy three for some amount. And so I, I had like nine bottles of smart water, two two big bags, two big bags of organic coffee and an enema bag. And I and I walk up to the counter and I, you know I'm waiting in line and I set it all on the counter and like this. Like, the uh, checker out guy was, he was, you know, nice and wanted, to, he wanted to make, 
He wanted to make small talk. He's like, "So what are you up to this weekend?" And I'm like, "I'm like, can't you? Can't are you, you see? not supposed to make comments like that when you're working at a store? Like, you're, I know, I know. With pregnancy tests, you're never supposed to ask women like, oh, like what's going on? I have for the rest.' Like, I feel like the same rules would apply to any kind of coffee. Item. But hey, I've never done it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, maybe it's a conversation starter. I don't know. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, so it was funny, and he ended up like he must have been like an affiliate for some one of the tourist spots there in town. So we have talking about going to horseback riding, but you know we did have a great a couple days of, of uh, coffee enemas. Um, you know, like when we would wake up in the morning. But I guess the oh yeah, so like that was my kind of entree, and it was a couple weeks later. Desert, desert, desert. Oh, it's just a great way to get caffeine in your system because you can throw like a whole pot up your ass, you know. And uh, so, like a couple weeks later, I'm at home and it's like a Sunday morning, and I brewed up a pot of coffee and I've got the bag loaded up and you know threw some spring water in there so it's cooler. And like <clears throat> I hear a knock on my door and it's my my nine year old and he's like. Hey, Dad, what, are you in there? I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing a coffee enema. Um, you might want to wait. I, it's going to be about a half hour, you know. And, and he's like, all right. And, like, like two minutes later, I hear, like, a big knock on my door, and it's my now going to be 18-year-old daughter. She's like, she's like, she's like, hey, Dad, Dad, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, and I couldn't even get it out. She's like, Sasha just ran upstairs and told everyone you're butt chugging coffee. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, fair enough. That's what's happening. And uh, but but it's it's a great way to um, to detox your colon and the, the caffeine. The caffeine does like dilate or constrict the blood capillaries, and yes, you you do get a great. I wouldn't say it's like a coffee buzz. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel the same way as if you drink too many cups of coffee. It's just like a very it's just like you're very clear headed, and um, but you know it's it's tricky because you fill up your colon and it's like you hold it and you're on your hands and knees and you reach a you reach a moment in time where it's like you better get yourself up to the toilet or there's going to be a big huge mess and sometimes that. Sometimes that happens, you know, but it hasn't happened to me. Um, but uh, I highly recommend it. I, I feel like... Do. I highly recommend it. Well, if said person does it for me, like, I will, I will do it. Right, right. yeah. That's I would expect nothing less from you, though. Or you can have someone bring coffee. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never done boofing. My friend Luke told me a couple years ago that a girl he knew in high school had soaked her tampon in vodka and then like put it up with Jesse and then she died. So ever since then, I'm like, yeah, that's why I've just been like way too other yeah. than semen, obviously. Uh, the talk that you and I had the other night, so um, I've never moved anything. So, calculus. Yes. 
It's a past episode. You'll have to listen to that shit later. I don't want to say that shit again in public. Sometimes, honey. Not sometimes. There you go. All the time. So I want to share my homeless recipe really quick. And basically, I soaked half a lemon. I soaked two cloves of garlic and half a lemon. And for half an hour, and then I take 10 tablespoons of tahini and put it in the blender and blend it for 50 seconds. And then I take a can of garbanzo beans with the water and all and pour half of it into the container and then blend it for 50 seconds and then pour the other half and blend it for 50 seconds. And then I add cumin, coriander, and salt and uh, paprika. And a little bit of olive oil. to go. That is the hummus recipe. It's creamy because you blend off the tahini before you blend it up right. with the You know, for the longest time, I had no idea I liked hummus because the first time I ever tried it was on acid. And I was just like, I still don't know if I like this because my senses were so confused. I think I like it now, but I'm still on the up and up. I'm like, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, It depends. Like some hummus is better than others, and like I was talking about the other day, um, that's the Syrian place, right? Grill is the best hummus in town. Over by the yeah, the Syrian place over across the street. It's on uh, Sherman and Colfax, across the street from the uh, Capitol building. Um, so one one topic you told me last night you want to talk about is ru- what yeah hopefully my my whole system over here doesn't go out again because this is a topic I'd like to also kind of have some input in um, but yeah I swear to God at this phone I'm just going to check this phone into the highway and just go get a new one if my app crashes again just so you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> As, as we're as we're talking about banning toxic people from our lives, let me be the one to say that I'm a toxic phobe by saying I'm gonna throw my phone into the highway. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely important to set up boundaries. I don't think it should, you know, take you life hard lessons like the ones that I have recently gone through with my ex boyfriend, my very charming, wonderful ex boyfriend that screwed me over really hard after I paid a little threat and all kinds of crazy stuff, but I just wanted to stick it out because I wanted to see him thrive and get through his addictions and, you know, his relapses and, you know, whatever else he was going through. But honestly, it, it's it's okay when it comes between it, your own personal safety, wellness, and, and sanity and trying to see them through to their finish line. You got to look out for yourself. So, you know, definitely cutting ties with people that are nonstop making bad choices, you, you, you can't help them. And it, and it really shouldn't take you know, life hard lessons like that for you to know it. So, you know, unfortunately, I had to go through some shit. When it comes down to like taking care of yourself and enabling somebody else, I take care of myself every time. And I do self care on a selfish fucking level, like very selfish level, to where people accuse me of being selfish. Yeah, exactly. And it's okay. I'm like, Thank you. Can I read you this Bill of Rights that someone gave me a bill? That of sounds exactly like something, something I need to hear right now because I told him last night we were codependent, and I need to hear this. All right. 
So you need, to, you need to compare the way he treats you with his Bill of Rights. And tell me, by each one, you can either laugh or you can just cry, but each one, is this the way he treats you or not? All right? I have the right to be treated with respect. I have the right to say no and not feel guilty. I have the right to experience and express my feelings. I have the right to take time for myself. I have the right to change my mind. I changed my mind about hiking today, and the guy gave me an ultimatum that next time we go out, we're going to have to decide the hour or two before we go out to go out with me. We're not making plans in advance. I'm like, okay, whatever. I have the right to ask for what I want. I have the right to ask for information. I have the right to be less than I'm humanly capable of. I have the right to make mistakes. I have the right to feel good about myself. I have the right to act only in ways that promote my dignity and self-respect as long as others are not violated in the process. I honestly wish I had heard this a month and a half ago. I really do. I re- yeah, because it's yeah. and it, I know, I it's it different when you tell yourself this stuff in the moment when you go through hardships and all these toxic relationships and yada yada. Um, but when you either read it, that's when somebody else has written it, and you read it to yourself or have it read to you, it just makes you feel like, okay, now I'm actually going to heed that advice because it's not just like me telling myself these things. It's it's real. It's coming from a different, you know, uh, dimension. It's coming from a different person. It's coming from a different uh, side of reality, not just like your inner monologue and inner stuff like. Somebody else is saying to it's you, so it, it must be true. You know, it kind of validates your feelings and also makes, makes you want to. It keeps that you know self care momentum going. I mean, after after the week and a half that I had that I told you about, Bill, when we went hiking that one day. Um, and I, and I told him this last night, I was like, you know what, like, you know, I was almost kidnapped in right. Capitol, I had shit stolen from me, I was, you know, in between places, because I didn't have a backup plan, because I decided to you know, move back here and take care of you. Um, I was put through the ringer, because the first many times that I had all of these signs for the past five, well, probably two years, but five months especially, I didn't listen to them. So the universe was giving me these really hard, hard struggles in the past week, and now everything's fine, because... The universe said, Brittany, you didn't listen the first time. I mean, excuse me, Squirt Russell. Squirt Russell, you didn't listen the first couple times. So we're going to teach you. So anytime you go through hard-ass fucking, hard-ass fucking, like, hard-ass fucking, let's put it that way. When life fucks you in the ass pretty hard, you just have to take it as a fucking lesson. And just be like, you know what? I can't let this get me down. I have to learn from it. This is where I can end up with the choices I make. So, you know. Yeah, I got fucking like, yeah, uh, yeah. bad drug history for a long time. Right, right. Love love for my dad. My dad yeah, fucking I mean, same, same. Father fuckers. I wanted to start a band called Father Fuckers. <laughs> and then I, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying he I understand. I'm not saying Nobody casually says here. it like that, like even if they're having a sense of humor about it. That, especially, you know, live on the air. <laughs> yeah. I I just say don't let the bastards of life get you down, you know. Just learn from everything. Life is a fucking beautiful ass gift. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Transform yourself. Love yourself. Yes. Take care of yourself. If you don't love yourself, no yes. one else will. If you don't take care of yourself, fuck it. Nobody else will, I swear. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to come up with a different punny name. You know what I said to Nika? Because I made my final deposit on that Ouija board we talked about. I, I didn't realize that I made a pun, but in my PayPal title, it said, uh, so excited for my conversation piece. And I realized it's a Ouija board, so it's technically an actual conversation piece. Like, I'm starting a conversation with his dad. I was like, oh, shit. I hope he doesn't murder me for that really shitty dad joke. <laughs> Oh, pretty much. By the way, his website is serialpleasures.com. Everybody really needs to visit that by his art. It's yeah. morbid and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. That's my closing thought. Okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. By the way, speaking of serialpleasures.com, yes. yes. who makes the Ted Bundy dildo. Uh, I think it's the humorous, though. Ted Bundy dildo made out of what bone? It's a yeah, it's a mold of a real humorous bone because I believe he. Yeah, Nico Nico works in a morgue and a mold of a humorous. Well, not the ones for sale. I'm sure for friends and family they get you know the actual bone because like I said, he works in a morgue. He might have access. Yeah. Yeah. So I was on a train to work and talked about our podcast, our first podcast together, and how we talked about the Ted Bundy dildo and morphing it into the Muhammad Ali fist. And I got a call from my trainer the next day telling me to refrain from that kind of talk about dildos with a bunch of oh, men. No. men with <laughs> I love how... So, right, right. Yeah. Right. So I, I love how I, no, I love no, how he no, said put no, no, filler no, on the no, dildo talk, no, not no, so no, much no. the serial killer themed part. <laughs> the Ted Bundy part's totally mom friendly. Yeah. Oh. Right. It was the dildo talking about sex. It was talking about sex, but it wasn't even talking about sex. It was talking about uh, which lady. I mean, come on. If you're worried about a podcast, your kids are growing up the internet realm. So like, just fucking. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't about using a dildo on my butthole. It was about ordering one that was yeah. made out of yeah. a Ted Bundy. Oh, uh, Karen's. Is that what this? That's study Yeah. So I I could totally I could totally yeah. um, fight him on that. I could totally argue about that now, but I didn't argue. I just said you're right. You know, they, they have a yeah, yeah. business, and like I didn't want to tarnish it. So well, just tell them. Uh, yeah, respect, don't don't you know? don't knock yeah. it till you have it. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry I kept uh, going in and out the whole damn time, but we'll, we'll fix that problem when I beat that bitch up who stole my headphones and get him back. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, always leave them once and more. Yeah, my old, my old boss is listening to this too. Oh my god, sorry, Andy, love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, why don't you listen to these episodes? He's like, great. And I was like, oh, shit, wait, did you listen yet? He's like, no. I'm like, don't do it. Yeah, just fuck it. I already admitted. Just listen. Sorry. I hope you don't fire me when I come back to work. 
I ship got employment for another two weeks yeah, and then I gotta get really back in the game. So if anybody's hiring, please don't listen to this podcast because you won't hire a body now. Well, oh, please. Oh, please. Let's do this. Getting ready to go back. All right. I'm going to go drink some shells and maybe boof them, go get cigarettes. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> squirt wrestle. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya, squirt.